This audio program may contain descriptions of violence and topics that may not be suitable for everyone. Please listen with caution. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Why, she wouldn't even harm a fly. Was it crazy? Uh, yep. Really? I've never been out on Black Friday, so. I mean, it's not as crazy as people make it seem. Like, you always think of, like, Walmart, where it's like, but, like, in the mall, it's just, like, a busy. I mean, it's the the same craziness as, like, a really busy, like, the Saturday before Christmas Mm -hmm. is probably the same level. It's just, like, a lot of people. Uh But we didn't have to make a line or anything. Like, last year, they had to line people up outside the store because four is so tiny. Yeah. I, I just, like... The day after looking up all the video of the (laughs) craziness. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some places it's, you know. Yeah. The mall especially, because a lot of places in the mall, like Sephora has deals, but they're not like, it's not like Walmart where you get a TV for like $5. (laughs) $5. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like spend $50. I'm always surprised. (laughs) I'm always surprised at like how the deals aren't that great, you know? You have to be looking for a certain item. So, you like, do. electronics are always big, but mm-hmm. they have to be, like, like a TV that's, like, $3,000 is, like, $1,500. Like, that's a major deal. Yeah, it's, like, half off. But you so. have to be wanting that TV. Yes. Or, like, new iPhones. Like, Target always has the best. Mm-hmm. If you get, like, a new iPhone, you get, like, a $250 gift card to Target. Oh. Which is amazing. Yeah. But you have to want, you have to be wanting and able to get that phone. Yeah. Like if you're not eligible for an mm-hmm. upgrade or you don't want, or you already have the new iPhone, it's then like. it doesn't work. Yeah. Or, like, Target every day in December. So, if you're, if you have kids at home, always check Cartwheel because Every day in this December, they have a new toy, and it's normally, Ooh. like, half off. Uh-huh. So, it's not, like, a new toy. It's, like, a new a, a new coupon. So, like, the other day, it was the Justice League pack of, oh. like, dolls uh-huh. for girls. So, it's, like, all the women superheroes, and mm-hmm. it was 50% off. They always have 50% off deals. So, okay. like, Black Friday, a lot of stuff, board games, was, like, 50 60% off. But it's, mm-hmm. like... Well, you have to want those specific board games. Yeah. You know? So, but I'm always surprised by clothing. Clothing's never really, it's always just like 20% off, but it's, it's like, like nothing. You can get yeah. 20% off like all yeah. the time. I got, I ordered something from Torrid because might as well. Like, yeah. I really wanted a fake fur coat. Yeah. Because I was like, it's going to be so fucking cold out. And they had one with a hood, and I was like, Ooh. it's 30% off, whatever. Yeah. So, my Thanksgiving. We had all my family over like we usually do, and Mike brought his sister, mm-hmm. which was fun. I just love the look of terror on both of their faces when they realize that I have three Uncle Davids. Yeah. Because they have two family members. <laughs> That's it. They, they're not used Should've to it. Should to my house. <laughs> yeah. I had like... <laughs> Probably at the high point, like, 35 people at the least. At my yeah. Head. See, like, we usually have 25. We had... No, we usually have, like, 30, but we have... We had 18 yeah. this year. See, we had, like, a bunch of family members in and out, and then a bunch of families came and stayed mm. because my grandma and grandpa are getting old, and they yeah. both had accidents this year. So a lot of people are like, they might not be around next Thanksgiving. So we might as well. So yeah. we'll come for this one, mm-hmm. but it's like... Normally, it's like, oh... 
some cousins don't come because they're with their their husbands families yeah. or wives families but like this year they're all like let's go this year mm-hmm. and next year we'll so skip or whatever so it was so this year was the big year 18, my grandma has 18 grandkids holy shit that's too many <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's way too many <laughs> actually 19 i lied she oh. is 19 wow that's rough we had my um my little cousin jack he came. He's five now. And he, we put the dogs on leashes mm-hmm. so that we can easily grab them when they do something wrong. Sweeper, my dog Sweeper, he ate like a whole plate of chick of turkey. Why not just leave them in a room? Because they'll go nuts and destroy everything. Because well, they're in awful. Room. Well, Ben's room <laughs> is now not Ben's room. Yeah. My mother completely redid my brother's room when he went to college. Lock him in the basement. <laughs> Well, so Jack was holding on to Sweeper's leash and, like, leading him around. And Sweeper is much bigger than Jack is. But at one point, I guess he was done with having Sweeper. So he led him into the kitchen where we were all hanging out. And he looked at Sweeper in the eyes. He was holding the leash. And he goes, make me proud. And drops (laughs) the leash and goes into the other room. Goodness gracious. It was... He's adorable. It was odd. <laughs> there is this thing, though, that I want to take you to. Okay. I know this is a lot before we get into the topic. Well, they'll be fine. I might cut it and put it at the end. Who, Who knows? So there's this place. It's our podcast. It is. Do we could do whatever we want. <laughs> there's this place in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Ooh, I like that. That's where Jesus is born. <laughs> well, there, there's Bethlehem <laughs> and there's Nazareth. Nazareth is where the Martin Guitar Factory is. Right. Um, Bethlehem is where Music Fest is, but during the holidays, they set up what they call Chris Kindle Mart, which is one of the biggest Christmas markets in the country. They have Santa, they have bands, they have all these, like, artisan handmade sellers. I'm so excited. It's every weekend we should go. Yeah. So, and they have, like, food and kids and shit like that. I would have said this Saturday, but now I'm going into the city for a date. I know. I might die. Probably well, not. That's exciting public. too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're talking about murders that changed the world. Yep. I'm Austin. And I'm Reppy. In case you can't tell our voices apart. Yes. Or if this is your first episode where mm. weird episode to pick, but okay. Yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> We're not going to judge you. No. We are a little. Everyone you, has their thing. Did you thing. see that? That nice little, um, what's it called when it's on? It's not called an email when it's on Facebook. A message? Yes. Uh, that we got today? Yeah. Yes, I did. Aww. We should watch I've that, movie. that movie. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. We Is should. it real? <laughs> Probably. Should we watch that instead of watching Black Christmas for the 10th time? <laughs> sure. Ghost story. Let's watch both. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go first. Okay. Because I think our last two topics, Reppy went first. I don't know. We're, we're weird on our... Yeah. We released an episode. We recorded True Origins of horror movies episode was recorded before our episode that was right before it yeah. but it was released after so we're we're a little messed up yeah it's it's you know it's been a while yeah so we're getting back on a on yeah. a back and forth thing so my murder that changed the world da, da, da. in Oh, is it another Christmas song? No, <laughs> you. <laughs> Everyone uh, has been tweeting that Christmas song to us. <laughs> yeah, it's a good song. Uh, God damn it! 
<laughs> so, in 1964, 28-year-old Kitty Genovese was working as a bar manager and was living in Kew Gardens in Queens, New Yuck. York. Sorry. The city. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Genevieve was the oldest daughter of two Italian-Americans and grew up in Brooklyn. She had four younger siblings that were apparently much younger. Uh-huh. Like, you know, she was definitely the oldest. She was... <laughs> Good. I mean, We've got yeah, that clarified. We got that. <laughs> she was known for being energetic, comical, and adventurous. Genevieve was well known to the regulars at Eve's, the bar that she managed... And was making a decent income, which she planned to eventually use to open her own Italian restaurant. Aww. Yeah. She made around Queen's seven... probably needs more of those. <laughs> At that time, yeah. <laughs> she made around $750 a week, which is roughly equivalent to $5,000. Yeah, that's a lot of money. In Jesus modern money. Yeah. Genevieve's father often inquired as to when she was going to find a husband and settle down, to which she replied... No man could support me because I make more than a man. Good for her. I love it. Plus, she's also a lesbian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unbeknownst to her family, Genevieve was gay and met her partner, Mary Ann Zilon- Zilonko. I think it's Zilonko. At a lesbian bar called Swing Rendezvous. I hope that's still around. Me too. It's in Greenwich, I think. Oh, I like Greenwich. <laughs> Zilonko... And Genevieve moved into an apartment together in Kew Gardens across from the Long Island Railroad Station. The couple's apartment was located on the second floor of an apartment complex of about 14 units. On March 13, 1964, Genevieve was driving home from a closing shift at Eve's at around 3 a.m. By all accounts, she was rushing home because that day was the couple's one-year anniversary. Genevieve parked her car across the street from the complex and began walking to her apartment. But about two hours before she arrived in Kew Gardens, 28-year-old Winston Mosley had snuck out of his home, leaving his wife, two sons, and five German shepherds. That's too many German That's shepherds. <laughs> there shouldn't be more dogs no. than there are people. There are, they, they can turn on you. Yeah, like a German shepherd will eat you oh, alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mosley took a serrated hunting knife with him and got into his car to prowl around Queens. Which, why? I know. You should never be prowling. No. If, prowl. if prowl is a good word to describe what you're doing, you should stop. You should stop what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. When Mosley was about to give up and head back home, he saw Genevieve leave the bar and get into her red Fiat. He followed her all the way to Kew Gardens and parked his car near hers when she arrived. She left her car and soon heard footsteps behind her. She began to run to her apartment, but Mosley caught up to her before she got far. Mosley stabbed her with his hunting knife and Genevieve screamed out, Oh God, I've been stabbed. The commotion was enough to alert a neighbor, Robert Moser, who opened his apartment window and yelled at Mosley to, quote, leave that girl alone. This was enough to distract Mosley for a second, allowing Genevieve's time to get on her feet and run. She tried to get to the entrance of her apartment building, but collapsed inside the doorway on the landing of the stairs to her unit. Mosley had been scared off by Moser's attention to the situation, and he ran back to his car and waited there. When no police arrived on the scene, Mosley assumed that they had not been called and that he was free to resume his attack. 
He found Genovese inside the entryway to the apartment building and proceeded to stab and rape her. When he had finished his attack, Mosley took $49 from Genovese's wallet and left her to bleed out on the floor. A neighbor and friend of Genovese named Sophie Farrar heard noises in the hallway and found Genovese barely breathing. Farrar held Genovese as she died. At around 4 o'clock a.m., another neighbor named Carl Ross called the police and reported a fight. NYPD officer Clarence Cron arrived shortly after 4 a.m. and an ambulance followed. Genevieve was pronounced dead at Queens General Hospital upon arrival, and her girlfriend Mary Ann Zilonko identified her body at the morgue on their anniversary. This is such a sad story. Yeah. The coroner who performed the autopsy on Genevieve's body found 13 stab wounds and many defensive wounds. The coroner concluded that Genevieve fought back as much as she could and that she would have had a good chance of surviving the attacks if she had received medical attention soon after the second attack. At first, police suspected Zalonko, but ruled her out after an intense interrogation during which they badgered her about her sexuality, because of course they did. Six days after Genovese's murder, Mosley confessed to a total of three murders, including that of oh, Andy. I didn't know he killed more people. He did. Uh, he killed Andy Mae Johnson and Barbara Kralik. And he also confessed to several more crimes, including burglary and rape. Mosley was tried for Genovese's death on June 15, 1964, almost 13 months to the day of the murder. He was originally sentenced to death, but that was later changed to 20 years to life. In 1968, Mosley escaped from prison after holding several hostages during the Attica prison riot. Great. Right? Perfect. <laughs> For his part in the riot, he received an additional 30 years on a sentence, so he's up to 50. Mosley was denied parole 18 times and died in prison at age 81. <laughs> yeah, he died in 2016. When the murder of Genovese was reported in the New York Times, the story was accompanied by the headline, 37 who saw murder didn't call the police. Yeah. An excerpt from the article reads... For more than half an hour, 38 respectable law-abiding citizens in Queens watched a killer stalk and stab a woman. Though many years later the article was determined to be full of exaggerations, the idea that almost 40 people witnessed a murder in progress and did nothing persisted. This version of events, however, made national news and became a case for bystander intervention. The bystander effect. Yep. In 1968, psychologists John Darley and Bib, I think it's Latane, developed the concept known as the bystander effect, also known as Genovese syndrome. The concept states that bystanders are less likely to help strangers when they're in an environment where others are present and are more likely to help others when no one else is around. Basically, the people who witness the attack all figured that other people were watching as well, and so they chose not to contact authorities because they assumed someone else already had. The largest change that's come from Genovese's murder by far is the introduction of the National 911 Emergency Call System. During the time of the murder, in order to reach the police, people would have to go through an operator. And then ask for the... Yeah. Oh, God, it's so fucked <laughs> They'd up. Be, it would be the operator. It's like, uh, can you con contact me to whatever Hi, police I'm being department? Stabbed. Yeah. Could you just real quick direct yeah. me? Yeah. 
And this caused serious delays, of course. Genovese's murder has also been used as a philosophical parable called the Parable of the 38 Witnesses. Mm -hmm. In 2015, Genovese's younger brother, Bill, made a documentary about his sister's death in which he visited the scene of the crime and interviewed surviving witnesses. Did you watch it? I watched it. I didn't watch it. I've seen, like, little clips of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. It's called The Witness. It's on Netflix. It's really, really good. And it also, I mean, through interviewing witnesses, you do find out that some people did call. Yeah. But for some reason, help just didn't arrive. Well, also back then it was like, oh, there's a fight. It's fucking New York. You Uh know what I mean? Like, so people didn't know what was happening. So a lot of people were like oh, I see someone lurking around, and then you close your windows and you go to bed. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you're not going to go check and, you mm-hmm. know. And it was also three in the morning. Right. That's the thing. So it was like, okay, well, there's a fight. Like, we'll check on it when we check on it. Or, oh, there's someone lurking around. If there's a problem, someone else will call. Like, the police didn't always go check. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mandatory for you to go check on something like that. Yeah, so, and people didn't really know what was happening. They thought right. it could be a lover's quarrel. Um, right. Something like that, but... In the documentary, I think, I believe that's when they found out about the neighbor, Sophie Farrar. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Because the brother, know, the brother had no idea. That, that she held her. Yeah. And it it's really touching because it made a lot of difference to him knowing right, that, she, that wasn't she wasn't alone. alone. Yeah. And I think he talks to Sophie Farrar's son about it because he was there at the yeah. time. Yeah. I remember being told about this in psychology class in high school. Right. And it's just one of those things that, like, sticks with you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's really important. Well, they've done also, like, this is how the bystander effect came to be. People Mm -hmm. are like, well, why is this? But they've also done other tests where it's not only, oh, 20 people are watching this, someone Mm -hmm. else is going to call it. But it's also the the idea that, well, if 20 other people are watching and they don't think it's serious enough to call the police, then... I'm not going to call the police because I don't trust myself to do so. Yeah, that's it's So, it's a lot of things playing in, but now they've actually I was in sociology class 2 years ago, social deviance class. They did a test where nowadays with social media, everyone thinks, "Oh, people are just going to take out their phones and take pictures." But it's like it's like 80 something more percent likely that someone will do something and at a faster rate so like a fight Mm -hmm. breaks out and i punch you in the face immediately like three people would call the police yeah you know what i mean whereas Mm -hmm. like back then it's like well it's just a fight i'm not gonna get on the phone and call the police like yeah a fight just broke out where nowadays Mm -hmm. it's so easy to get a hold of them that immediately someone's gonna do it. yeah and i also think it's it's very strange because i remember thinking when we learned about this isn't there some aspect of people feeling like, like kind of a hero complex? Like, yeah, well, but, I'll be the one to call the police. But back then, people's attitudes were more yes. of, it's it was none mind of my your business. Own business. Yeah. I'm not going to get involved. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's, oh, I think it's a couple fighting. It's none of my business. Yeah. Like, you know. I don't know. I call the police all the time. I, <laughs> Not all the I, time, but... I called the police as a child. Yeah, so me too. I mean, it's I mean, I, I called call the police... Left and fucking right. Yeah, I called the police like a year ago because a dog was like wandering in the middle of a busy street. And I was right. like, this dog's going to cause an accident and this poor dog. And I called it like a month ago because I saw a transformer explode. Right. When it was raining. You know what? Yeah. Worst comes the worst, the police... Are going to handle it and be like, that wasn't, we really didn't need that. Yeah, it's better but to it's, report yeah. shit that 
turns out not because to be also, a big deal. Okay, so say also like say with the dog. Mm-hmm. Not only cause an accident in this poor dog, but say that dog had rabies and it was going yeah. crazy and a child is walking down the street mm-hmm. and it attacks the child and the child fucking dies or something. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? It's, it's like call the police. Mm-hmm. They're you know what I mean? Yeah. And like the transformer I saw it explode, sparks fell, and then it seemed okay, but I was like, it was right next to Jockey Hollow. I was mm-hmm. like, it could catch this whole fucking forest on fire. Right. Like, you never so, know. Yeah. And Plus, it they has to know be about fixed that anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, always call the cops. I, <laughs> Bother I the, call the shit co- out of them. When I was, and when I was younger, <laughs> really young, the first time I saw my brother, like, do drugs. <laughs> oh, God. Uh He's fine now. Everything's fine. But I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. So I thought this is an emergency. Something's wrong. Oh, no. So I didn't see him actually do the drug. Like, you just I saw, saw him something in was the druggy haze and then he like passed out and I thought yeah. he was dead because oh. I was like seven. Yeah, of course. So I ran outside and I called for help for like a good 45 minutes Aww. and nobody did anything. None of my neighbors did anything. I was I was a six year old child yeah. calling for help. I was like, "What the fuck?" That's so fucked up. And then no one did anything. And eventually, woke up and he was like, "Shut the fuck up, get back inside." What are you doing? You're crazy. Yeah. But it's like it's shit like that where it's like you hear it, but it's mm-hmm. like, well, think of think of yourself in that situation. Say you're you're inside and you hear someone calling for help and you hear it, but it's really far off. Immediately, would you call nine one one? You should and be yeah. like, someone's calling for help. I don't know if it's actually an emergency, but someone's calling for it. Yeah. But like people then were probably like. Uh, like it's you know it could be anything exactly so no one did anything yeah even though I lived in the fucking mountains I could have just fallen down a hill and I could have yeah. three broken legs exactly no one would <laughs> I, grew, I grew a third leg yes. and broke it <laughs> so when I was out on the San Juan Islands uh-huh. staying there at night we started hearing like a woman screaming <laughs> you know this story yeah and I was like oh my god like is someone out there like, is something happening like it sounded like someone being murdered and then we went out and we were trying to look for the source and it was a fox. Yeah, they, they scream. They scream. Yeah. They're like, it's really creepy too because they're like, ah! But see, you're, n- I mean, that sounds like a situation where you would get murdered. Oh, yeah, gonna, absolutely. See, with me, I'm greedy, greedy, greedy. So I'll like hide <laughs> in the closet and call the police. But yeah. I'm not fucking going outside no. to check now. When I was, I was house sitting for the little boy and Annie mm-hmm. and he has a huge house. Yes. So when you're at the top of the house, it's it's four floors. So when you're on the fourth floor, you cannot hear four what's floors. going on. You can kind of hear things, but mm-hmm. you can't hear like if I'm in my living room now and I hear something drop upstairs, it's like, oh, I can clearly hear that's the dog running around. Yeah. But like when I'm four floors up, it's like, did the cat knock something over? Mm-hmm. Did someone get in? It's also like a really rich neighborhood, so it's like maybe someone's breaking in because to rob shit. Yeah. Yeah, because they know this family is going away. Mm-hmm. Like they saw everyone leave. Like yeah. anything could happen. Also, I came the first day, slept there, woke up the second day, went to let the cats out and found out the first, the fucking front door was open the whole time. Oh my God. I was like, why? I'm going to get murdered. So then the whole time I was like not sleeping well because I thought I was going to be murdered. Did you lock it? Yeah. And everything in that house is white. So it's just like, if, if I was going to film a horror movie, I would pick that house. Yeah. It's all white. It's really modern, but like... Mm -hmm. And the whole back room, when you're in the back living room where the TV is, it's all glass. Oh, no. I so, hate that. Yeah. So, I do not And like... there's no drapes. 
So Ugh. at night, when you have the lights on, you're like, someone could be standing in the backyard. I couldn't see them, but they could see everything I'm doing. Yeah. And at any point, if I were to turn the lights off, every time I turned the lights off, I was scared that someone was going to be in the backyard just mm-hmm. standing there. Because, like, that yeah. would be my horror movie. Absolutely. Like, you think you're fine. Everything's fine. You're spending hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. You're in, like, your PJs. And, you know, it's like some teeny, it's like some 16-year-old girl watching the house. She's in her cute little uh-huh. pajamas. She turns off the light, and there's a creepy guy standing oh. in the back. And she, like, calls the police, mm-hmm. and when she gets back, no one's there. And it's, they come, and they check, and they leave. House. And then, yeah. yeah, it's like, and there's lots of places to hide. Mm-hmm. There's, like, there's eight rooms just on the second floor. Oh, my God. Like, that's, like, it's there's. too much. It's a bedroom, and then there's, like, rooms that lead into other rooms. So there's, like, an entry room that leads into a bedroom, and then there's the closet, and then there's a bathroom, and then there's a closet off of the bedroom, mm-hmm. too. So it's, like, rooms within rooms, and you're, like, oh, God. Yeah. Like I could walk and there's like double entrances so I could walk into a room and someone could walk out and I'd never uh-huh. know they were in there. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Although it's when I do creepy. eventually build my house, I'm going to put in secret passageways and shit. And yeah, but then only the you know about kids. it. Like I would put in secret passageways because I'd be like if an intruder ever came in, I could hide you in there. You could, yeah. But I would know about them. People wouldn't. They wouldn't yes. be in the plans. No. It would be great if you could just design it in a way that people just get lost all the time. I would yeah. love that. Like it constantly moves like Harry <laughs> yeah. Potter steps. Yeah, really exactly. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, yes, that's Kitty Genovese. Yeah. that's And the 911 system. Mine's not as depressing as yours. Really? Yeah. But. Because it's old. Like how old? What like year? From the 1800s old. Oh, okay. Not super duper old. I think. I always, if someone's like. going to be from like three years ago. <laughs> Whenever someone's like, oh yeah, it's from the 1600s. Then I'm like, yeah, that's fucking old. 1892, I was correct. 1892. Everyone so, just okay. mark it down on your so calendar. So this is how I judge if something's really old or not. Indoor plumbing was just being a thing. Was it? Then. I don't know when that's yeah. a thing. When's that not? So. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's just this broom. It makes my nose run. Okay, so. My murder mm-hmm. is the okay. So it's the story of Francesca Rojas, mm. which you haven't heard of it. No, I don't think okay. I have. So here we go. <laughs> here we go. Okay, so on June nineteenth, eighteen ninety-two, Francesca and her two children uh, were living. Children. Her two children. I'm drunk. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Uh, they were living in a small town in Argentina. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was a really beautiful woman. She Aww. had really long dark hair i mean the pictures are kind of like grainy it's like Mm -hmm. 1892 so they're like drawn yeah kind of sketchy by all accounts she had like these really big eyes and really long Mm -hmm. brown hair Mm -hmm. so she was pretty anyway um so but she had like a lot of suitors apparently Mm -hmm. and earlier in the day as a pretty woman would yes and earlier in the day she was approached by a man named velasquez in some places it says it's his neighbor some places it says it's not her neighbor, whatever. But in all in all the places, it says Velasquez. Mm-hmm. So that's his name. Velasquez. Got that. Yeah. So he had come to her and he was like, hey, you're hot. Let's get married and have sex, basically. Mm-hmm. And she was like, mm, thanks, but no thanks. And so it enraged Velasquez. And he threatened her. He was like, you're going to regret this. And, Toxic you know, ran away. Yep. And so hours later, Rojas and her two children... A six-year-old boy, oh, I'm going to butcher this name, Ponciano, and that sounds Italian, yes, it and does. a four-year-old girl named Teresa Aww. were all found with injuries. Um, 
some claim that so they're all dead they're all found so no okay just I'm, okay, I'm letting it go. <laughs> just I should have written it better. But so it's it's just weird because some say that they were all injured in all the stories, but some say that she ran to a neighbor's house and called for help. Like so, her throat is slit. Oh, gosh. and they both have blunt force injuries to the head. Holy shit! And some say that she was able to run to the neighbors, uh-huh. but that's not. That's just like a legend of super mom strength. Yeah, she, like the adrenaline. Yeah. So what really happened? So well, I'll get into it. So, <laughs> so she had injuries on herself, like battle wound, mm-hmm. not battle defensive wounds, wounds? defensive wounds, mm-hmm. apparently. And she had a, her throat slit, and they were both found with blunt force. Both children were dead when they were found, but Rojas was still alive. And when she was questioned, she told uh, the story about how Velazquez had stormed in and and was like, "You're not going to date me, fine. Like if I can't have you, no one can." Ugh. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. and had killed a sl- she was defending her children and she slit her th- th- he slit her throat first and then she passed out immediately so mm-hmm. she was like I couldn't protect them after that I don't know what happened after that I was unconscious yeah well because I figure if you get your throat slit like if someone cut my throat I'd be like okay well I'm just gonna die now so <laughs> yeah. so it's pretty it's pretty yeah so uh, of course the cops immediately go and pick him up and oh, they're yeah. questioning him. And back in the 1800s, they could torture. So they yeah, tortured him no. for a day. So, but um, he still wasn't breaking. He still wasn't like, yeah, it was me. Mm-hmm. He wasn't saying it. He was like, no, 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 I didn't do it. I swear. They're stumped at this point. They, because it's such a small town, they go mm-hmm. and they ask an inspector from like the larger city in Argentina to come. And his name is Eduardo Alvarez. Ooh. And... Um, so wait, where's this again? So this is in Argentina. It's okay. like a small yeah. town in Argentina mm-hmm. and then there's the city. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Alvarez comes by, but it's days and days after okay. that, you know, about nine days old. So the scene, I believe, I mean, the bodies were taken out by that, but yeah. the scene is still there. No one's touched mm-hmm. it. So he goes through, um, her reports where it says like over and over, she's like, I, I can't believe I wasn't able to do anything. Like uh-huh. I passed out immediately. Yeah. You know, like I, I wasn't able to give them C- like CPR or mm-hmm. anything. Like I could have saved them, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he goes through all of that and he's looking through the, the scene and he notices a bloody mark on the door frame. So he takes the door frame off because the, what the inspector had seen was a bloody fingerprint. Hmm. We're just going to take the whole door. Well, yeah, back then he was just like, let's take it all. So, um, I mean, he he removes part of it, but what it was is like, it's the length of the door frame. So he took the whole length of the door frame off. Because he remembers another man named Juan Lucetic, who had this crazy idea that fingerprints could be linked to individual people. Mm -hmm. So he starts working with him, and he had a few... This Vucetic guy had already had fingerprints in, like, a system, kind of. Okay. And so this fingerprint wasn't a match to anyone in the system. Mm-hmm. But it was a match to someone they had already spoken to. It was a match to Rojas, the mother. Mm-hmm. And it belonged to her children's blood, which means her whole story had been a lie. Mm-hmm. So when confronted with this news, Rojas broke. And she said, I killed my children and I slit my own throat. 
Oh my gosh. Because it turned out that Rojas wanted to marry a man, but he, he refused like to marry her because he didn't mm-hmm. want kids, which is very similar to Diane Downs. Mm-hmm. Both tried to kill their children because they wanted to be with a man who yes. didn't want kids, oh and neither gosh. of them got away with mm-hmm. it. So she was convicted to life in prison where she died. Mm-hmm. She's the first criminal to be found guilty based on fingerprint with evidence. fingerprint evidence, wow. So after this Vucetic... The guy who, the main, you know, the guy who thought of fingerprints yes. in the first place. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book in 1902 and he went everywhere, even to America, mm-hmm. you know, telling cops and all these people like, this is how you do this. Mm-hmm. You can connect people and you can either rule out or rule in an alibi. Mm-hmm. So like if a man says he's at a bar and his fingerprints are there, you can at least say, well, he's been there. At least I know he's there yeah. at some point, mm-hmm. even if you can't do a time. So... Um, he, he said that everyone should be fingerprinted once they are of age. They mm-hmm. should be all, everyone should be fingerprinted because it only distinguishes an, an innocent man from a criminal. So there's no reason not to have your fingerprints uh-huh. on yeah. database. So America now has its own classification system, mm-hmm. but his technique and uh, system is still used in South American countries like wow. Argentina. It's still the same system. Um, and it inspired the world to pay attention to a key piece of evidence, even though it doesn't guarantee someone's guilty. Yeah, because now they're finding that fingerprint evidence is a, right. a but little... But now, yeah. before then, they didn't even pay attention to it. They were yeah, like, fingerprints, who cares? We're like, mm-hmm. even now, it doesn't necessarily mean someone did something. Yeah. But it is something to consider. Like oh, if yeah. my if I was like, oh, I've never been in her car mm-hmm. and my fingerprints are all over the car, it's like, well... Well, yeah. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. you murdered her, but it means you're lying. So why are yeah. you lying? Uh-huh. It could just be like, well, I stole her purse once mm-hmm. and I didn't want anyone to know. You know what I mean? Something but like, like that. Yeah. So it's wow. crazy. That's the first case That's that it was really ever interesting. used. That's really interesting. Yeah. And so do you remember, I remember as kids, do you remember giving your fingerprints Yeah, like you go kids? into the police office. Yeah. Well, because they like, oh, we're going to teach you about uh-huh. all this stuff. And then you do it. And that's how they got all our fingerprints. Yeah, but those don't, I don't, I think. Do you, you think to... they change when, yeah. when you so grow? I my fingerprints are in the system because I, I've worked in a daycare. Yes. And I'm substitute mm-hmm. certified. So my my fingerprints, you'd be able to. Yeah. But I think your fingers grow. So mm-hmm. I don't know if. I mean, you could probably get a partial match, but I don't know if your match, because it's so old, it might mm-hmm. match in the system, but you could probably fight it because it's like, well, that's a yeah. fingerprint from an from a child. from an eight year old or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? From a ten year old and I'm mm-hmm. you probably would have to, it it would have to be an adult's fingerprint. Yeah. I wonder how much it changes as you probably grow older. I can't imagine a whole lot, but yeah. it has to be I mean, your fingers get bigger. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it has to wow. be Large yeah. enough first fingerprint. Mm-hmm. I read that and I was like, oh, that's I interesting. I can't believe it was so long ago. Yeah, 1892. Mm-hmm. They had to like, they were talking about um, how he had to like look at it by hand and match it all mm-hmm. up. Draw it yeah. and then like trace it over and be like, oh my God, it matches. Yeah. Just take. So. <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, that's like now that we have computers to really analyze it, you have a better chance of really matching things. Right. Back then, I mean, it could just be like. Yeah, like I did this way. I think it is. But it was a good, it's, I mean, I would have questioned it if she never confessed, but the fact that she was like, oh shit. Yeah. Because it's it's the first time you hear that, you're mm -hmm. like, oh my God, science. 
Yeah. If someone came in and was like, actually, we've detected your scent in the air, I'd be like, what the fuck? Science, I guess it was me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some new shit where it's like, Just who caught am off I? guard. Yeah, who am I to question that? I'd be mm-hmm. like, wow. I mean. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I almost did JFK. Uh-huh. But then I found her. Yes. But I love JFK. I might do JFK one day. Like, we should do, like, historical murders do him. or something. <laughs> I would do him. Yes. And I'll do him. Because... <laughs> Because there's a lot of conspiracy about mm-hmm. who really killed him. Well, and the oh. they were going to release the files yeah. about the JFK shooting, but then they retracted a bunch of the files, yeah. so we still have to wait. We can't see those. Did I And so from a young age, we used to have this coffee book table, mm-hmm. and it was like all about the presidents. Uh-huh. And, you know, like... Even the lesser ones. Even the lesser ones. <laughs> all of them. They were all in there. And it was like a great fact and then like a picture of them with their wife or whatever. Yeah. And in JFK's, JFK's was huge. It was like five pages where everyone yeah. else was like a page. And one of the tiny photos was JFK's head blown off. Yes. And the blood splatter all over his wife. Mm-hmm. And I would stare at that photo for hours. <laughs> I was just like... Because Holy as shit. a kid, you're yeah. like, what is happening? Yeah. Because I couldn't read. So I was mm-hmm. like... His head's just not there. Yeah. And then, like, his wife, it's still that moment before his wife has realized her f- husband's head. You yeah. know what I mean? It's that I, second I love where the picture where she's, like, scooping his brains right. off. Right. But, yeah, it, yeah. and it's it's that second right before she realizes what's happened, so she's still happy and waving. Yeah. But his blood is everywhere, and he has no head. Yeah. And it's like, what it's is like happening in this? like, just that split second. Yeah, you're like, what is happening in this photo? Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. We, I love we'll that do story like so a, much. assassinations or something. I love his story so yeah. much because, and then he gets killed. The assassinator gets killed. Mm-hmm. And he gets assassinated himself, and it's like, well, it's a cover up. Yeah, that's the perfect fucking cover up and, to kill him. <laughs> yeah, You're like, well, now he can't. Dead man can't tell no lies. No, or secrets. <laughs> <laughs> that's why his hair was so oh big. God. It's full of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My dad plus remembers. They, like, plus they arrested some guy underground in the sewers at the mm-hmm. same time it happened, like right when it happened, like right what? after. But no one ever knows what, like, like that's never talked about. Yeah. Even though it wasn't him. It's very weird. It's like, okay, well, what, was, what the fuck was he, he doing He just wanted in the to sewers? be in the sewer. Like, he just loved the sewers? <laughs> He's a sewer person now. <laughs> He's a garbage person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, I love sewers. Mm-hmm. And that's how it came about. He was yeah. like, I'll just hang out here. And then exactly. he turned into a weird clown and now he eats children. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> he loves. <laughs> There's something just attractive Man. about sewer life. Dirty water is just, it really <laughs> brings out, it really makes your hair nice and strong. Yeah. Silky smooth. That gray water. <laughs> Love that gray water. Yeah. Mm. People's fecal matter. Oh, delicious. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of just injects it into his blood like meth. Get high off of this. All the shit running. Oh my god. (laughs) I love this. Which which do you think would be more painful? Injecting human feces into your veins or the one we talked about with soup? (laughs) (laughs) Well, human feces is I feel like Well if it was diarrhea. I feel like they'd both kill you, but nowadays they could probably, like, if I was watching it happen, they'd probably be able to save you. Maybe. Right away. But feces is in your body to begin with, even though it's not in your blood, where, like, soup is a completely foreign object. <laughs> soup so has I been in I feel like body. I'd rather, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I'd rather have soup. Feces, people have lived when they've had feces in their, like, when True. you're, you know what I mean? When it all breaks open. Yeah. 
I feel like I'd have a better chance than like thick. What kind of soup is it? Chicken noodle? We'll That's see nice if it's like tomato. Clam chowder? <laughs> I would immediately die. I'm allergic yeah, to shellfish. I would, would just go into anaphylactic <laughs> shock. It's like right into the blood. Cut out the middleman. I can't even taste it. No. Just like, oh, you don't even get that <laughs> yeah. moment of satisfaction. Like, ah! Pour some in my mouth quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Mm. Yeah. Beef oh. stroganoff? That's not soup. No. But it's soupy. Yes. It's got a sauce. <laughs> it's got a sauce in the soup. <laughs> what if it was blood pudding? Ew, disgusting. Yeah. It would never be near my body. <laughs> Gross. But it has blood. <laughs> it does have blood. But not your blood. But not my blood. No. You could make it with your blood. <laughs> Ew. Yuck. I don't want any blood Just pudding. gotta. <laughs> yeah. Like in Gone Girl, you just gotta siphon enough, enough out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Slowly over the years. Yeah. Such a good plan. I'm going to do that one day. Just <laughs> You're going to gone girl someone. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna throw it all over your kitchen one day. Oh my and god! Call the police on yeah, you. Yeah, and be like, like, I'm help. It's she's gone crazy, <laughs> and then like spread my blood everywhere. Yeah, oh, just well now I can't it. do it to you because I said it on the podcast. Yeah, Qu- cut now everyone knows. Okay, so. we'll do it to someone else. Let's pick someone. <laughs> Let's do it to someone. We'll do it to an ex of mine. Yes, <gasps> how fun. Let's do it. It would be Andrew. fun. Should I not say his name? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it to beep. <laughs> I was listening to another podcast. And they were talking about a childhood friend. And so instead of like just beeping out his name, it was one of the guys just going childhood friend every time it was the name. It was brilliant. so funny. It was brilliant. Yeah. Comic gold. Um, so those are our two stories for today, those right? That was A and B. A and B. We put it together and we got C. <laughs> put it all together and what do you get? Nothing. Nothing. Nine one one. And fingerprints. Nine one one. That's what you get. Okay. Um, Without them. Email your scary stories to HelenHighHorror at gmail.com. Or message them to us on Facebook. That too. If you have a a request of some kind. Yeah. Um, We haven't gotten any more of those, so. Yeah. I would like more, please. It's because now I look at the emails, so no one, everyone knows I look at the emails now, and they're like, well, now we're not going to send them. We don't want her to know. It's just a, Disgusting. yeah. <laughs> Hard pass. We are Hell and High Horror on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram. We're Hell High Horror on Twitter. Um, I'm Austin Costelli. I'm Reparata Ann. I'm Witch Tips on Tumblr. We have a red bubble with things on yes. it. Yes. There are things to buy. They make good Christmas gifts. <laughs> they the, make we have Christmas a, gifts. They make Christmas <laughs> gifts. Um, we have a mug shop mug. Uh huh. That I I have the mug and I it's beautiful. Too, do I not? Or do I you have, have a different, different mug. No. You have the Ted Bundy rap sheet right. mug. I have the mug shot one. It has six different serial killers and it has their fingerprints all over it. It's pretty cool. It's a travel mug. I'd like to receive it as a gift, so. Well, now you already have it. So I do. You, you can't anymore. I'll break I, it and I'll buy you a new one. I wrote a list of, like, little listicle of 10 holiday gifts to get for the weirdo in your life. There are things on there. We tweeted it. So if you need ideas, there is tinfoil wallpaper on there. 
love. <laughs> I want some. So that yes. the aliens can't get too bright. Exactly. And there is something I got for Rappy on there, so. Ah! <laughs> I'll have to look at it. No, this. don't look at it. I'm going to look at it. <laughs> I got Austin the best gift. I wish I could tell people because they'd love it. We but then will you'd tell know. them. <laughs> so we'll have to wait until yes. December 25th. We'll do, we will. we'll do a Christmas episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do have to pick a Christmas topic. Yeah. We have to do a few. Okay. <laughs> for the next seven weeks. Okay. Well, seven weeks. <laughs> Christmas will be long over. <laughs> Never over. <laughs> so, that's it for today, right? Yeah, I guess that's it. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Please. Always. We said please. <laughs> we did. Our Patreon is going. We're a about to record our news episode for the month some wacky shit going on so we're gonna do that now if you donate just one dollar a month you get our news episode and you're always welcome to donate more yeah then we're gonna go eat chinese food so you should do that too oh so excited if you can (laughs) if you can eat the chinese food i'm gonna eat like seven oh it's gonna be great that's it for this week yeah smell you later (laughs) no, you later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.